Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I didn't understand how to adjust the music. So when the music started, it was like <laughs> ear drum breaking. And I am so sorry for that. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Carlin. My God. Do you know what today is? Drum roll. It is our 100th episode. <gasps> Yay! Like, what yeah. in the heck? What in the heck? That's what in the what? What in the actual heck That's is what I want to know. That's a lot. That's like, well, I don't know. Let's say big time. I mean, I don't know if how, like how many podcasts have done 100 episodes. I mean, I think it's amazing. Yeah. And because we're recording this in the past, do you think we have 50,000 episodes by today? Downloads, of I mean? Of course we have 50,000 episodes. <laughs> I think so. No, of course we do. 50, we are. Yeah, we're close. We're at like 48.9. 48. Yeah, 48.9. Yeah. yeah. And we're recording this like a week before. I think we got there. But we're here today to do a recap or like just like a, a look a back. A life update. Uh, yeah, a look back. I like on that. Memory Lane. I remember planning our first few episodes. Yes. And just being like, what? Like, what, what, what do we do? How what do we, we do? do? Who are we going to interview? How are we going to convince people? Yeah. How are we going to convince people to talk to us? Yeah. And before we started talking about this before the pandemic, and we only thought we would be doing in-person interviews. Yes. Which now sounds like a logistic nightmare. It does sound like a lot of work. Yeah. It's just crazy. I'm just scrolling down. If we did all in-person interviews, we wouldn't have met like all the crazy people that we met. Yeah. And, like, heard all their amazing stories, right? Yeah. Episode one was March 30th, 2020, and it was called I Did Not Sign Up For This Pandemic. We definitely did not. And we just kind of, like, babbled on. Like, we had no idea. We didn't even have any idea of what the pandemic was going to look like because that's it was at true. the very beginning. Yeah, like, a couple weeks in, we like recorded the, oh, it. everyone go home for two weeks and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we recorded it separately. I think also we just, like, we were just like, I don't know where this podcast is going to go. Yeah. Just for reference, it took us a week to get our first hundred downloads on our first three episodes. Oh, like combined, like combined. yeah, oh, wow, yeah. And I remember thinking, like, we're big That's time. Still really good. Yeah, people listening to our episodes when we're like nobody. Like, I know, it's amazing. It's so crazy. And then, so we first released our three episodes at the start. So the first one, I did not sign up for this pandemic. The second one was a doctor in a pandemic. Yeah, our friend Jamie. And we had Jamie back for episode fifty-five, mm-hmm. which was our one-year anniversary episode. One yeah, one year since the pandemic had started. Yeah. And to get a little like recap of how things have gone. Yeah. And she's just like busy as ever. Absolutely. Oh, I should say, because we're at the start of the episode, we reached out 
to most of our past guests mm-hmm. that we had contact with and asked them for an update. Yeah. Not everybody replied. Not everybody had time or was able to. Yeah. Um, but the people that did write in were going to sort of like read their little updates. Yeah. I know. I'm so excited to hear yeah. what everyone's doing. So it's like a little reunion. It does feel like a reunion. I love it. Episode number three, Krista. I remember being so nervous to interview her because I'm friends with her wife, Ashley, mm-hmm. and she's a journalist. It was called Working in the Media During a Pandemic. And Very on the nose with the title. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like our sound quality was not great mm-hmm. because we did not know what we were doing. I mean, we were recording separately. We didn't each have a good mic. Um, I was just in my kitchen. Which I was, was in a closet. <laughs> yeah. With children screaming, yeah. you know, somewhere in the house. So, yeah, it was rough. It's funny to go back and listen. Absolutely. We're a little bit awkward. It's a little bit... I didn't understand how to adjust the music. So when the music started, it was like <laughs> ear drum breaking. And I am so sorry for that. Um, but Krista wrote in, and so Krista has learned a lot since starting at Global News just before the global pandemic, so she had just started right. working for Global. Now she's the lead reporter and interim managing editor of the Calgary Citizen, which has grown. I believe that we were in the Calgary We were Citizen. featured in we the Calgary featured. Citizen online newspaper. That's very exciting. It's grown to 20,000 subscribers in seven months. Uh, she got COVID, and maybe even twice. Right. Like her whole house got it. And she got, like, Delta, didn't she? No. Nah, the British one? Was that Delta? The British one. Wasn't the British variant? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the one, I think. Uh, episode four, I just hold close to our heart. Dale. And what was what was Dale. his episode called? It was called The Pandemic from 42,000 Feet, because Dale is a flight attendant. Yeah, for WestJet. Sorry, guys, we have dogs in this room, and they are ripe. It's not great. It's not great. Um, yeah, I thought, first of all, I thought the title was very clever. Very. We talked to him about being a flight attendant at the start of the pandemic. The, exactly. And how crazy it was to see people wearing like masks on flights and yeah. things like that. And now it's just and like, having, totally normal. I can't remember what he called them, but like the people who were like, mm, we're not going to leave Hawaii just yet. But they were like yeah, Canadians. Yeah, they got trapped. Yeah. And they were like, guys, you need yeah, to leave. Yeah, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was crazy to talk to him about. Those are the things that you want to know about, like working in an airport during a pandemic. Like, <clears throat> yeah, what when, you want to know. Do you want to read his update? I would love to. We're just working from my phone. It's real okay, small. Okay, so it, Dale says, our last interview occurred shortly before I was furloughed from the flying career, from my flying career. That break lasted 15 months and it was basically amazing. I was a stay-at-home husband. I never thought I could be and was legally required to stay away from people, which was a dream. That is a dream. I mean, truly. That's a dream. I joined the CDC on the COVID-19 rapid response team as a case investigator and help COVID positive patients through their isolation and support their recovery. That's so cool. My God. During that time, I convinced my husband to adopt a rescue dog. It's Piper. She's the sweetest. I don't have to tell Carling. She is the happiest and most (laughs) beautiful creature on the planet. Jury is still out on whether she keeps us young or is taking years off of our lives. I'm now back to flying. It's challenging, but I'm taking everything in stride. Our home is no exception to the heaviness of the 2020, 21, 2022 has brought, but we are trying to keep our spirits high. We keep each other laughing every day, and that seems to make a difference. 
All the best, and my did I did not sign up for this hoodie is my all time favorite. Love Dale. Oh my god, Dale, I love you. Seriously, like not only was I in love with you in high school, but then you know we're both out now and gay, and living our best lives, and absolutely, and still supporting each other. Yeah, like he's one Special. of our patron members. I know. Just I just best. love him. Just love him. So episode number five with Emily, we didn't hear back from her. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I was so, I remember being so nervous to ask her because she was the first person that I reached out to that I didn't really know. Right. She was the first person we talked to that had COVID. Yes. She had COVID after coming back from her trip to England yeah. with her family. And her and her husband got it, but her daughter didn't. Yeah, their toddler. Crazy. And so she talked about how, you know, they were taking care of her yeah. without her getting it and, you know, all the crazy things. And that was at the very beginning where we hadn't, like you said, spoken to anybody who yeah. experienced COVID. This was like breaking news. Totally. Crazy. We follow her on Instagram yes, and she do. does, um, what's that thing called? Macrame? Macrame. Amazing yeah. stuff. She does she really does good macrame. Work. And they bought a house and renovated it. Yes, I saw that. And it's like stunning. I know. Episode six, what was that one called? It was called A Small Business in a Big Pandemic. You know, I really drove it home with those titles in the pandemic. You really did. Look at you. It is, I can't remember when we shifted to like less pandemic things. We're going to get there. Yeah, we're getting there. So Beth, I just know her through like the dog community. Yeah. She's had like one wild ride. Yes. Just with now like everybody getting puppies. Oh my gosh. During she the pandemic, does dog training. She's a dog trainer. Yes. Um, and she wrote in and said, business-wise, in 2021, we more than doubled our gross revenue, brought on a few amazing new team members, and met a ton of new amazing dog owners. Personally, I started training in dog sports, won a bunch of pretty ribbons, tried not to buy too many new plants, <laughs> made new friends, strengthened already existing friendships, and generally just worked on improving myself. Also, if we're being honest, I watched an unholy amount of TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <Absolutely>. girl, same. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she said that they're getting... They have so many new clients because so many people got COVID puppies. Yes. And now they're like, oh, we need help. Please help us. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, that's great. And then the next episode. Amanda. Oh, Amanda. Yeah. From Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom. Living in the epicenter of a pandemic. Yeah. And again, I thought that was like breaking news. Very dramatic titles you got going on here. Well, we had to get the hook. We had to get them listening. Our audio quality was not going to get them listening (laughs) and coming back for more. Yeah. So we talked to our friend Amanda, who was living in New York at the time of when, you know, things were going down. Things were going south fast. In New York, especially. Yes. Yeah. So that was amazing. And did she give us a no, no I, we, we already know. But we talked Amanda. to her a lot. Yeah. So, but she ended up moving back to, she had a crazy breakup. Mm-hmm. She ended up moving back to Canada. Her and her dad convoyed in a U-Haul and her little tiny. We still need to get that story. Yeah. In her little tiny car with her dog, two cats. Mm-hmm. So she ended up moving back to Canada, got herself a job, found a place to rent. And within three weeks, she shattered her ankle. What, what are you typing? <laughs> I'm typing back to Jen because she's like, I didn't send you in my update. And I was like, we're actually recording now. Which Jen? Widow Jen. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Jen. Yeah. So Amanda broke her ankle and needed surgery and was off work for a few months. Literally, she had literally been at her job like two and a half weeks, I think maybe. But she's still podcasting. She's been on our Patreon a ton. I love having her back. I've gotten to see her quite a bit. You haven't yet because I I saw her. I saw her once. When? Well, you were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, were we 
we doing? Before she broke her ankle. We recorded an episode of one of her podcasts. Yes. Yes, Yes. we did. Uh, Moving on. Episode 8. Pandemic at the big box store. Yeah, that was funny. Because she didn't want to say exactly where she worked. But if you listen to the episode... We give lots of hints. I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, Yeah. It's not Sam's club. (laughs) Um, But that was really interesting because she is sort of like in... Like everybody was crazy for toilet paper, crazy for like bulk items. Yes. Stocking well, she up. She was working in the pharmacy section yeah. at the time. And so people were freaking out about masks and gloves and yeah. and all that sorts of stuff. It was very COVID heavy in the beginning, obviously, because that's what we uh, were yeah, living. Yeah, that was, we were living, living it. Living in COVID. Um, yeah, she sent in a little update, but she had to cancel her holiday plans because of COVID outbreaks at work. So now that we're in this Omicron variant, mm-hmm. everybody's getting it. Absolutely. And so she had holiday plans, but then they had to cancel. And she's been living in a hotel for the last few weeks or months because she has a really immunocompromised oh, kid. No. Yeah. Oh, and she said the big, the big box store has been busier than ever. Absolutely. I can attest to that. I go there at least once a week. Do you really? Once a week? Oh, yeah. I guess you have five kids. I got like, it. Let's yeah. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Next episode was just us. Yeah. What did we talk about? What was it called? It was called Two Friends, a Toddler, and a COVID Exposure. Oh, yeah. That was our first. It's so funny to think of it now because the amount of emails and notifications I get weekly about being exposed to COVID is ridiculous. Yeah, with all your kids being in school. Yes, and me being at work. Yeah. But for it to be like the first time, we were freaking out. Yeah, because you had a close contact at M&M Meats. At a store. So I had gone to the store and then I got a phone call from M&M Meats. Yeah, them saying that one of their employees had tested positive for COVID and I was shopping at the store that day and like interacted with this employee. There were no masks at that time. It just so happened that when I got that phone call, Carling was over and... Claire, my youngest, start had a fever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. Yeah. Like, she's got it, right? And so we had to go and get COVID tested and go to the little drive through COVID testing, and that was the first time. Yeah. It was a throat swab um, at first. We were both negative, but it was... It was kind of wild. Yeah. It was like our first experience with COVID and getting tested and everything, so... That's crazy. That's what we chatted about. Yeah. Episode 10 is Jillian, and Jillian was the d- infectious disease expert. Yes. It was so interesting to talk to her. I guess that was like kind of COVID. She really focused on her work in Africa with the Ebola outbreaks mm-hmm. and all of that. Uh, we didn't get a specific response from her, but she had a baby. I know. She's had a little baby. Yeah. Still living in England. Yeah. It's really cute. Very sweet. What was episode 11? It was, what will business as usual look like going forward? Yeah. That was with our friend Jana. Yes. Who would come back later. Yes. And so she talked about, because she's a massage therapist, talked about what it was going to look like for her with the province reopening some things and what kind of restrictions were going to be in place for her now that she's going back to work. That's so funny to think about because she was going to have to wear PPE. Yes. Everybody's stuff was going to have to go in a bin. Yeah. And like, it hasn't necessarily changed that much. Like it's shifted. It was just like such a big to do to think about it. Right. But now I think it's just, it's just what you do. Right? Yeah. Like, I think we've all adapted so much to the new normal. It's just what it's it just is. normal now. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. She was pregnant or did she already have her baby? She has a baby now. 
a third boy. Uh, episode 12 with Courtney and Julia. COVID canceled our wedding. That was, I was surprised how tricky it was to find, everybody was canceling their wedding. Yes. And we had to put out an ask and be like, does anybody know anybody who canceled a wedding yeah, because of COVID? Yeah. Um, I mean, and we were still so new, like, to ask people to, like, talk yeah, to us. that's fair. A lot of the people that we talked to in the beginning were friends or acquaintances. We weren't on TikTok some. yet. It's true. We were not on TikTok. TikTok opened up a lot for us. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to read Courtney and Julia's update? Sure. I feel like I'm in school and you know when you're like, you know your chapter's coming up and you're <gasps> yes. like, oh, I always oh. tried to read ahead to like figure out where I would, yeah, 100%. Okay. So Courtney and Julia. So since we last spoke with you guys, we've continued to work through COVID. Julia has been lucky enough to work from home. When the waves of COVID came and went, we never lost hope that we would make it to Mexico at some point. In the summer, we decided to book our trip again, but this time only us and two of our friends. Most of our family still didn't feel comfortable traveling outside of Canada. So we decided we would go and just not have a big event. We planned to exchange our vows at the same place we initially were going to get married. Luckily, we still very much were very much in contact with one of the photographers, and so they were still in to be there for us to get the whole thing on film. We also set us up with getting married by a shaman. In the Cenote, Mexico? Oh, Cenote. Isn't it like one of those like underwater caves? Underground caves? maybe. This was all planned for January 15th to the 22nd. But because of Omicron and the craziness that ensued from it, we decided once again to move the date. We couldn't bear canceling again, so we moved the date to April 9th to the 16th and are hoping that the third time's a charm. We figured by then we will have our boosters, plus most people would have caught Omicron because we know so many people who have it now. So that's it for us, really. Just keep on keeping on and living the dream. We hope you two are well also. Aw. Very nice. That's so sad that, that they had so to cancel it again. They planned it again. And, oh, By the time they it. get to Mexico, they're either going to be like, this is amazing. Yeah. Or they're going to be like, we're good. This is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, next up, episode 13. Teaching through a pandemic. Yeah, so we met Megan through Lena. one of our friends. Yeah, one of our patron members. Yeah. And we were bugging Lena about being on our podcast, but yes. she was way too nervous. <laughs> and so one of her teacher friends, like, talked to the union, like, made sure it was fine to talk yep. about teaching in a pandemic. And we actually had her back for episode 40 as well. Mm-hmm. And what a difference those two episodes were. Yes. The first one was like, we don't know if school's going back. We don't know what it's going to well, look like. we spoke to her in June. We had just finished the year of online learning. Yeah. You know, they were trying to figure out if they were going to go back in person and what that would look like and all the, you know, PPE and all the, all the regulations and everything. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, she, did you read her update? No, I didn't. Oh, it's very cute. Is it? She said, since we last spoke in December 2020, when we did her 40, the episode 40, a lot has changed for me. My boyfriend Danny and I bought our first house. We moved in on December 20th. Shortly after that, I got pregnant. Continuing to teach in the pandemic while also pregnant was stressful and scary Mm -hmm. since pregnancy means you're at a higher risk for negative outcomes from COVID. I was relieved when I was able to get the vaccine a little earlier due to being pregnant and then my second dose in June. I finished up the school year and then last summer's heat waves coincided nicely with my final months of pregnancy with a winky face. I think I consumed about a million Slurpees and we bought a kiddie pool for me to chill in literally and figuratively. I ended up not going back to the classroom at the end of August since I was 36 weeks pregnant and having a hard time physically. So I used September to get ready and rest and our son River was born at home on October 5th. 
Oh, wow. That's a story for another day. (laughs) Since then, I've been on maternity leave doing all the new baby stuff, having my first baby during a global pandemic, and everything that that means isn't how I would have wanted it, Mm -hmm. but we're doing our best. River is a happy and healthy cutie. We're having a lot of fun watching him grow and change. Aw, that's so exciting. So many babies. I know. I was going to say that's the third. Lots of podcast babies, you guys. Is that the third baby? Yeah. Four if you count Piper, Dale's puppy. All right. There we go. We've got lots of babies happening. Yeah. Next episode was SMA graduation and a medical trial. So that's when we talked to Shay and we were looking for somebody who had to, who had a, their graduation canceled. Yeah. But it turned into so much more than Yeah, than it was that. Yeah. And yeah. I can't remember how we found her. She was on our Instagram. Yeah. And she had already done another podcast. So I was so nervous. Yes. To be like, hey, girl, we don't know what we're doing. We don't but know anything. Come on our podcast. Yeah, and talk about having SMA, which we knew nothing about. Absolutely. So that's spinal muscular atrophy. Mm-hmm. She wrote in a little update. All right. I'm sorry that my text is I so small. I say, you're really challenging me with this small text. All right, Shay says, I'm now 26, running my own business as a disability advocate and public speaker and appreciating each dream I once had come true. I've traveled lots despite COVID, survived COVID despite being immune compromised, and moved into my first rental house. I'm looking forward to continuing continuing to share my story and see where my business takes me. Aww. That's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, she got COVID, though. That's yeah. so scary. Um, episode 15 was with Na. What did we call her episode? Lupus, kidney disease, and a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. She's really funny. She's so funny. Like, I don't know that I would be that funny if I lost both my legs and some fingers. No. She wrote in, since I was on, COVID happened, so not much to report. My donated kidney is doing great. I passed my two-year anniversary with the kidney and no signs of rejection, which is huge. I started going swimming when they were open. That was an adventure in itself. I flipped a lot uncontrollably, which in hindsight is pretty funny. I also got a new pair of stubbies, what they call prosthetics with no knees. Just started training on them, so hopefully next time I can update you, I'll be penguin walking. And she said, I think that's it. Aw, she's so cute. Amazing. Yeah, so cute. So next episode is Honey, I Robbed a Bank, which was our first episode that we ever recorded. Yeah, we had no idea what we were doing. It was in person. It was in person because the pandemic hadn't happened yet. Exactly. So it was a little bit of a going back in time situation with Christy. Yeah. And a little funny in terms of like sound quality, because again, we didn't know. And I just had this one mic and we were sitting in her big kitchen and we just plopped it on the table. (laughs) And hoped for the best. And hoped for the best (laughs) and just recorded. And it turned out. Her story was insane. Her husband robbed three banks, went to jail. Yeah. Lot, talked a lot about mental health and rehabilitation and all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, what it was like raising her four kids as a solo mom. So, yeah. And crazy. They seem to be doing really good. Her kids are growing up so fast. I know. Crazy. Her daughters do the silks. Yeah, I know. Am I 90? The silks? The silks? You know what I mean? It's like where they twirl yeah. and they wrap. Like air acrobatics mm-hmm. or something like air yeah anyway yeah, very cool episode 17 oh my god this so this is like one of our biggest episodes ever yes so this episode with nat yes what was it called lessons from a 17 year old burn survivor this was the first one that we found on tiktok mm-hmm. the first person that we interviewed that we like didn't know even somebody in common right yeah everybody she, else she lived in the states and yeah like yeah it was big time and we were super nervous and i think she was super nervous yeah after she was only like 17 it was the cutest thing after we ended the recording it was so cute she was like 
<sighs> she like let out a sigh before it yeah. like disconnected. Yeah, it was so cute. And we were like, how was she nervous? We were yeah. nervous. <laughs> but we've kept in touch and she's so stinking sweet. And she's doing amazing. She wrote in. Do you want to read her little update? Sure. Okay, so as far as updates go, I've moved back to Michigan where all my family is, and I will be attending cosmetology school starting June. My first surgery in six months is in February, so that's super exciting. On top of all of that, I've been talking to some people about being part of a potential burn survivor research study. Wow. Working on some projects from for my social media and so many trips throughout the year that I'm super excited for. Not the most eventful update, but definitely some things have happened. Aw. I think that's amazing. Yeah. She's doing, I mean, she's so young. Oh, she's so young. Like she's 18 and now? And she's been through so much. Yeah. And to see her on TikTok, like thriving and she graduated. Yeah. And it's just amazing. Little nugget. I know. I just feel like anybody, I don't know, she's not like 30. Sister. Yeah. So cute. So cute. Uh, and then episode 18 was with Jana. I know. So this is another one that we recorded in person before, before the pandemic. Yeah. And we didn't know what we were doing. She got a cornea transplant. I, I still remember talking about that. And we named her like little amoeba. Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? It was literally in your body. I know. You got a living thing. You Trying got to take over. Yeah. yeah. So Jana wrote in and she said, it's been 12.5 years now since my transplant. I've had zero problems and my vision is about the same. I'm about halfway through the expected lifespan of my cornea transplant. On average, they last 25 years. Since I haven't had any issues, I'm hoping it lasts longer than than that. Since the episode, we've also expanded our family by one adorable little boy who has kept us on our toes. So that we talked about when she was, she's a massage therapist, went back to work and she's now gone back. Back to school. Oh, yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. So she's now trying to navigate having three young boys mm-hmm. while doing school from home. Crazy. And working. I'm tired just thinking about oh, it. me too. And then keeping on our, like, TikTok train. This was a big one. This was a big one. We interviewed Call Me Chris. Yeah. Her episode was called How Chris Embraced Mental Health and Got TikTok Famous. And at the time, she only had 1.7 million followers. But, like, that was the big thing. We were like, how on earth? And she had just started at the beginning of the pandemic, got all these TikTok followers. You know, she's just a hairstylist from BC. Yeah, working in her basement. Yeah. And now, I mean, she's huge. Like, How many followers does she have now? 42.6 42.6 million. Oh my God. Yeah. She was on the list of like Forbes most famous TikTokers. Wow. And she has done like I mean, commercials and commercials, yeah. like collaborations with huge people. And she's like a collaboration with Dr. Phil, which was so oh random. Oh my but, God. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing to see how big she's gotten. She was able to do it full time. Yeah. And yeah, she like stopped doing hair. Yeah. I wonder if her crazy. mom still listens to our podcast. No, she likes her stuff every once in a while. Oh my God. I know. It's so cute. That like, I feel like. <laughs> Part of the family. Part of the family. (laughs) And for our one year anniversary, we went live on Instagram and she came on. I know. It was so exciting. I was like, what? You are too famous for us to talk to. (laughs) Like, stop it. Amazing. So funny. Yeah. 
Uh, next episode, Josie incredible Josie's incredible weight loss journey and the unexpected complications. So I feel like we've really now stepped away from the pandemic. Yeah, I don't think we really touch on the pandemic again for a while. Not a ton, yeah. So Josie is like a local celebrity. She is. She is a radio personality. And she was, she did say she was hoping to write in, but she said she was really swamped with projects. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Totally fine. But she's now changed radio stations. She went from 98.5 yeah. to Country, country 105. 105. <laughs> Big country fan? <laughs> huge, huge. But her morning show is so cute. Her, yeah. her little co-host. I know. It's so adorable. Yeah. So she lost a lot of weight and then she ended up having um, skin removal removal surgery yeah and then there were complications in that and we chatted about that and that was she was so fun to talk to yeah super cute and again i was so nervous we kind of have like a string of celebrities i just I feel know. like because episode 21 is kirsty kirsty love lady who yes, is a musician, a musician from nashville yeah. She's the one who really got me saying y'all. Y'all. Because it was so cute, y'all. <laughs> she is a musician, but she found out that her dad had an entire other family. Crazy. Not just like from his past. Current, active, he was living a double yeah. life. And she found out by going to a restaurant and like yeah. someone calling. Like another other... same last name and was like, well, that's Crazy. odd. Crazy. She is so sweet. Yes. And she sent us a couple of her songs at the time of the episode. Yeah. And I played them at the end of the episode. Yes. She sent in a, a message and she said, singing and songwriting take up most of my days and I couldn't be more happier and fulfilled with that. I'm traveling and playing shows most weekends, which is a first since COVID hit. I have a new new music coming out in the next few months and so excited about that. As far as my dad goes, there's probably a whole other episode on what's been going on since I last talked to y'all on our relationship. It's an ongoing chain of events with ups and downs. Some days are better than others, but at the end of the day, I always tell myself I'm so grateful he's alive and healthy and here for a chance to get better. It's a work in progress with my family, but what family doesn't have a little bit of chaos? Hope y'all are doing well, and thank you again for reaching out for an update. I love listening and keeping up with the stories y'all find. Oh, she's so cute. Kirsty, stop it. <laughs> y'all. Y'all. That's so sweet. Her music, honestly, is so good. It is really good. She's very talented. All right. So now, next was Rachel and her complex heart disease. Yeah. This was funny because I've known Rachel since grade two. Yeah. I feel like it's like a little funny having the two of you we did it remotely who's your best friend well i can't say for legal reasons i don't have a best friend best I, friend is a tear uh, no true okay but can i have equal players yeah absolutely oh okay yeah. you're both equal okay um <laughs> so i knew as soon as we decided to start this podcast that mm -hmm. i wanted to interview her so do you want to read her update sure so Rachel says, just saw liver, lung, and cardiac doctor for my yearly visit, and I'm happy to say that I'm well and in stable condition. I was told that I have capillaries growing in my heart that will need to be removed, though, through ablation, which is a minor procedure done in Edmonton. However, it should help pull my O2 stats up to the low 90s and hold as opposed to the high 80s and hold. I will also need a pacemaker operation this month as my battery has started to die. No pink Energizer bunny in me. All in all, everyone is very pleased with how well my organs are doing. Yay! Exciting! That's really exciting. Ah, oh, I'm like embarrassed to talk about episode 23. Why? So what was it? What was the title? Elena's Journey to Discovering Her True Self. Yeah, because I think she's so cool. She's very cool. She's, she's very good us. looking yes. and a lesbian. And I 
am awkward around cool, <laughs> good-looking lesbians. That's true. Like, 100% of the time. I mean, if she was wearing a cop uniform, you would have passed it. No, I would, we would not have been able to interview her. Ebel. Ebel. Oh, God. We should do a drinking game where every time in an episode I say Ebel. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so I reached out to her, and she said, I actually quit my conspiracy podcast so that I could devote more time to writing. I've been very fortunate to have so many people relate to my story and reach out, so I want to continue sharing it. I have some new personal essays in the work related to people-pleasing and perfectionism, and I'm also writing a pitch for a TV based on my life story. Wow. Keeping my options open to see where else sharing my story takes me. She is way too cool for us. Holy. Like, she's so cool. Cool. We get a lot of downloads of her episode mm-hmm. and I was like randomly and I'm, I was like, why, yeah. how are people finding this one? Yeah. I looked and on her, what's it called? Like link, link, yeah. Link tree. Like link in bio. Yeah. Yeah. She's got it posted. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I think just people find it. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, the next was burlesque during a pandemic. So we talked to Janine. Yeah. From high school. a burlesque dancer. And she talked about kind of having to shift away from like live shows and kind of figuring out how to still do her art and her yeah. craft online. And it was interesting to chat with her and talked about kind of mental health things with her as well. Yeah. Going through a pandemic as a 30 something year old and great to chat with her. Yeah. um, I didn't get an update from her, but I just know from like Facebook that she's working in marketing and loving it. And there she was still performing for a time. I think it comes and goes with restrictions. Right. Right. But just love that. Love that for her. Yeah. What was number 25? It was called a good old fashioned episode swap. Oh, yeah. I didn't write it down because I was I didn't need an update from yeah. it. So I was like, what is that? So that was just an episode that we had a different episode on. Yeah. And then our the person that we interviewed asked if we could move her episodes to the Patreon yeah. um, for a little bit more privacy. And we did that. So then you and I just chatted about, I don't know. Random I know. Stuff. I can't even remember what we talked about. What month was that? That was September. It says we talked about uh, school starting, Carlin getting a new job, the Santa Claus debate, and a mouse infestation. Right. There's a few things that we chatted about. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, funny. <laughs> so episode 26, um, one more where I was awkward. Kylie's path path to self-love. Yeah. Again, lesbian, good looking, too cool for us. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> and yeah, another radio host. So yes. like another local celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she reached out just to talk about how she kind of went from like BC to Toronto to yeah. Calgary. And she ended up in radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, navigating breakups and all this stuff. All and things. she wrote in... Hey pals, glad to connect again. A life update for me is that I'm taking a break from radio and focusing on my passion for hosting events and creating content for brands. I have a few new local residencies around town at Please Don't Tell and the Tea House and one that I can't wait to announce, but this company focuses especially on queer and BIPOC communities and giving back, so I'm really excited to get that going for you. And best of all, I adopted a dog named Honey and she's... (laughs) A sweet baby angel. Oh, that is so exciting. That's cute. I love watching her TikToks. I know. She's so cool. Yeah. So then episode 27. Becca Lee Beauty talks growing up with a port wine stain. She was really cool. And what an amazing makeup artist. Oh my gosh. She's so talented. Like, what do I know? I put on mascara. But. Yeah, I got nothing. She, like, the work she does is incredible. And it was interesting hearing about her her perspective for being an adoptee. Yes. An international adoptee. Yes. And then also growing up with a port wine stain. Absolutely. It was so great chatting Yeah. 
Epi- two gays and a half. <laughs> episode 28. Episode, yeah, Danny and Kane. Mm-hmm. They were so fun to talk to. They were so fun. Uh, we still haven't gone to visit them because, you know, pandemic. But right. we are going. Oh, my God. We will be there. Boys, if you're listening, may we still come stay with you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been really cool. They haven't been as active on their Instagram, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. But when they do post updates, like, the house looks incredible. I know. It's so crazy. They're the ones who bought a house over Skype, basically. Yeah. They had never seen During it. During the pandemic. And haunted, maybe. Yeah. You know? It had a cool story about an old musician. Yeah. So yeah. cool. And then episode 29. Oof. Ooh, that was a tough one. This was a heavy one. And it was one that I was so scared that we weren't going to do it justice. Absolutely. I mean, all of them, I want all stories to do it justice, yes. but this one was really close to home. Yes. And, you know, we knew a lot of the people involved or like affected yes. and it was a doozy. Yeah. So it's called Jen, her greatest love story and tragic loss. So her husband, unfortunately died in the CP train derailment um, in BC almost three years ago. He died about six weeks before my husband died and we're in a, you know, she's a friend of mine and a friend of close people in our lives. And it was really awful and really hard. Well, she wrote us a little update. All right. She said, this past year, I've started up my at-home childcare business again. I have four children I watch full time. I'm also in my healthiest relationship since Dylan passed away. We're planning on moving in together this March. We also adopted a cat and named her Dolores. <laughs> still attending therapy as I still process grief, but my partner is amazing and we work through it all together. So that's really nice. That's very nice. That's very nice. Yeah. Episode. Uh, strangers on the internet in the early aughts. We talked to uh, Daisy, who was anonymous. anonymous, talking about kind of finding strangers on the internet and maybe, you know, hopefully not getting murdered in the woods. Yeah. In the early 2000s. Yeah. I had never heard the term aughts before. Well, that was something that I've heard before. I know you taught it to me. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of what I'm I... I'm very worldly. <laughs> Most of what I know is because of you. Uh, yeah, it was really cool talking to her. I kind of love that she wanted to be anonymous. Like, yeah. I just think that's one more example of being able to come able Look at you. to use our platform to share your story yes. without having to be like, this is my yeah. whole life and Absolutely. here I am. No, it was yeah, great. that was really cool. God, I can't believe we're already on episode 31. I know. So that was uh, Devin living with the disease that took her mother. So she talked about how her mother died of heart disease and that she has the same disease and has to be checked up and make sure yeah. that. Yeah. So that scary. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, all right. And then we go on to episode 32. My God, with another Rachel. Rachel's battle with melanoma. This chick is badass. Oh my God. Again, can we, we just have to not interview lesbians. Okay. Because I just remember, maybe it doesn't come across this way, but a little insider tip. Yeah. I feel like I'm extra awkward <laughs> and a little bit like, I don't know. Do you think I'm awkward when we interview lesbians? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're like more, you're just like more nervous. Yeah. Like, I don't That's know cute. what to say. I've never talked to anybody before in my life. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rachel had melanoma three times. My God. Crazy. Wear sunscreen. Don't go tanning, oh folks. Oh my gosh. No kidding. Yeah. So she wrote us a little update. Uh, this past month, I have had my regular CT scan and everything looks good. I've been working with Get Real this past fall into January teaching virtual lessons, insensitivity, anti-homophobia workshops, as well as two-spirit LGBTQ plus history workshops. We are working on a project which we can't say <gasps> what, but is very exciting. 
This past month, actually, I just landed a brand new teaching position, long-term occasional teaching contract until the end of the school year. Yay! At the school, I will be running the Gender and Sexuality Alliance for grades 6 to 8. That's so amazing. Yeah. That's so I, amazing. You know what? I didn't know until Lindsay's daughter came home. Yeah. It's not the Gay Straight Alliance anymore. Oh, okay. It's the Gender, gender and Sexual Orientation Alliance. Oh, okay. That's more inclusive. Yeah. yeah. I love no, that. That makes, that makes total sense. Yeah. Um, okay, our next episode was a Halloween episode. Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> it was called Ghost, Alien, Xander, and Stone. Oh my. So we talked to our podcast friend Xander and Stone. This was our first collaboration. It was. Our first time talking with somebody else who had a podcast. I know. It was very exciting. And it was very tricky because Stone is in Arizona and Xander's in China. So yeah. we had to like completely figure out the time zones and we could have talked to them for hours. I know. It was so much fun though. And they're so funny. And their podcast is about just like, like supernatural, supernatural stuff. So we talked a lot about unexplained things. Yeah. And I haven't just from Instagram, they've taken a break from their podcast, but Xander's like going to cooking school. He's some kind he of like, like chefing it up. Really fancy stuff. Totally. I know. So, I yeah. keep waiting for him to send us food, but he hasn't done it yet. Uh, our next episode was a Ouija board and a decade of trouble. Yeah. So we, Halloweeny one. Yeah. So Jen, um, we kind of got connected to her through, I can't even remember how somebody introduced us mm-hmm. to her mm-hmm. and she had bit. <laughs> Are you even kidding me? You guys. Okay. So we're on episode 100. This is our hundredth episode. But we and still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> just in the middle of that sentence about Jen's episode, Michelle lifts up the plug end, <laughs> the USB end of our microphone. Oh gosh. We've just recorded the first 49 minutes of this episode using just the computer mic. So if we sound different and more clear, it's because we're now using our fancy microphone. We even did a sound test and everything. And I was like, you know what? This sounds pretty good. (laughs) You got to give it to the max for the good microphones. Oh, my God. Anyway, wrapping up Jen's episode, (laughs) she lived with like a ghost for 10 years. Uh, Yeah. All because of a Ouija board. Yeah. Don't Don't touch those Ouija boards, man. Don't Don't do it. it. We got a snoring dog, an itchy dog. No microphone. What is even happening? We're professionals. This is our last episode. <laughs> One, 100 and done is what yeah. I say. Uh, so, <laughs> Nixon, you're snoring so loud. And you know, she's deaf, so she can't hear me. What? She can't hear herself. Let her rest. Uh, okay, so the next episode was Stephanie caught a catfish. Oh my God, that was so funny and she's one of our patreons yes i want to have her back just because she's funny to talk to. i know she's so funny and she met a guy online ended up being like kind of catfished not what she was expecting yeah and, and then her cat died i know oh. it had a cute name like taco oh, or like something. grapefruit grapefruit wasn't it it was something yeah, like that yeah something like that i reached out to stephanie and in i don't know i feel like in true stephanie fashion she's like i don't really have much to report to be honest i'm still single <laughs> living with my four cats i'm also still getting effed over by men but nothing like what happened with mark luckily what else i have taken up cross stitch i've gotten deep into 90 day fiance and my career has continued to go well 
Oh, wow. So that's that's nice. There you go. Other than being effed over by men. Yeah, well. Stephanie, switch teams. (laughs) Switch teams. (laughs) Oh, funny. Our next episode was called Careful Who You Trust. Yeah, so that was with Dana. Yeah. And she was a... Nanny. For a criminal. Yeah, for like possibly a sex trafficker. Yeah, that was a crazy story. Yeah, I remember hearing it on TikTok and being like, I'm sorry, what? I'm going to need more information about this. Yeah, so she was so kind to be on our podcast Mm -hmm. and she wrote us in a little update. Let me read it. She says, so since we last talked, the pandemic hit me hard mentally. So I ran off to Costa Rica for four months in search of myself. Amazing. Amazing. I met a lot of great people and learned a lot about myself and what I want in life. I decided to follow my gut and get myself into herbal medicine. I'm currently an aromatherapist and I'm working on my herbalist course so I can teach people how to heal from the inside out without masking ailments by using pharmaceuticals. I'm growing a business called Brass Atlas, Brat Atlas Apothecary, where I'll be making and selling holistic teas, tonics, skincare, etc. All natural without any additives. I'm super excited about this journey and I've left the nanny game for good and left the crazy lady in 2021 where she belongs. Aww. <laughs> All right. Oh my God, 37 was a big one. Yes, that was uh, Breaking Down Barriers with Chris. It was our first boy that we didn't already first know. First boy. It was our first boy. Like, I believe he's a man, but okay. okay. Well, Dale was our first boy, man. <laughs> person identifies as male there we go but this was sort of our first i honestly can't even remember how i found him on instagram yeah and we you know it's hard to get guys to talk honestly true absolutely but his whole thing is talk talk about it right like he struggled with mental health he is bipolar yeah uh talked about the toxic uh, sort of construction industry working kind of in the the construction industry and having mental health and it was yeah, it was great. He wrote in and he said, I continue to work with Bell and their Let's Talk Day initiative to spread the message that it's okay to talk about your mental health. My big speaking point at current is that mental health is an everyday thing. I focused my energy back into the construction industry, particularly in expanding my training in leadership and health and safety mentorship and how it can tie into mental health i'm looking at possibly taking some university level courses to further this avenue and put myself in a position to use my voice to spread my message with the world being where it is right now i feel that it is more important than ever to remind people that they are not alone that they are loved and that they matter if they are feeling off in their mental health in any way they should not hesitate to reach out to someone that they trust or to one of the many resources available to discuss their mental health. Um, and you can find him still online at the CJ Beats Bipolar. Awesome. All right. We were just commenting off air how long this episode's going to be. Guys, buckle up. Buckle we try to keep these episodes between 50 minutes and an hour 20. Yeah. I think maybe a couple have gone to an hour 30, but not much. Uh, this you know, one's going to be long. I was listening to an episode of a podcast on the way here, and it's three hours long. Are you kidding me? I am not. Is it Let's Go to Court? It is. <laughs> Their episodes are so They're long. They're so long. And sometimes that's the reason I won't start one, because yeah. I don't know yeah. how much I can commit, but... They're you know, good episodes, but they're long. Buckle up, guys. Absolutely. Buckle up. Okay. Episode 38. A Sister's Fight to Stay Together. With Maddie. With Maddie. So freaking amazing, Maddie. <sighs> I love her so much. I know. Their episode, their TikTok. Everything. Everything. So Maddie adopted her sister. Yeah. When she, like, Maddie was in her 20s and adopted her, mm-hmm. like, 14-year-old sister. Yes. Um, When it was no longer safe for her to live at home with mm-hmm. her mom. I just think, like, what? 
What a I, sacrifice. I mean, yeah. amazing. Maddie wrote in and she said, life has been crazy. Maya is a senior in high school and acts very 18 Uh-oh. with the laughing emoji. <laughs> we are navigating the world of, come on, I'm 18 and I'm only 18. AKA, she wants the freedom of being an adult, but not the responsibility. Yeah. I think we can all relate to that. Absolutely. Don't we all? Because she has experienced so much pain and seen so much that no child should see. I've spent a lot of time since getting custody of her, trying to protect her from the world. It's been a big adjustment the last few months, trying to prepare her for adulting. And that being an adult means facing the world head on. But she definitely, she is definitely ready to begin the transition to college. She just received her acceptance into the pre-med program wow. at the University of Minnesota, where she will attend in the fall of 2022. That's so exciting. That's got to be so, yeah, congrats, Maya. Congrats, Maddie. Right? For getting her there. No kidding. I think, like, that's got to be really cool to sort of, like, have that pride of absolutely being such a big part of her life. <laughs> I sure hope this mic is picking up Nixon snoring. Oh my gosh, so funny. Uh, episode 39 was with Katie. And it's called A Mother and Daughter Make Memories. Yeah, so Katie um, wasn't able to get me a update in time, but she did just sort of mention that her mom was not doing very well. Oh, okay. And so her mom w- had early onset Alzheimer's. Yes. And um, had kind of become quite, her and her sister became quite big on TikTok. Yes, they did, um, yeah. Documenting her series. Mm-hmm. And Katie, um, you know, has really focused on, like, making those memories with yeah, her. absolutely. And, and all that. So we hope she's doing okay. Yeah. And what a what a tough topic. Absolutely. No kidding. I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't imagine how painful it is for everyone involved. Yeah. Uh, so we touched on this next episode, which was a catch up with Megan. So we already got her right um, update. the teacher, and that was cool because teaching it was so different. Like it was yes. nothing like what we predicted. They'd now been in the classroom for a year. Like mm-hmm. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and then our next episode was a Christmas episode, and it was us talking about the holidays, and we learned a lot about how much Carling hates it. (laughs) (laughs) We really discovered then that I am truly a great. Yes, absolutely. And just talked about how holidays are after you lose a loved one and and that kind of stuff. So I mean, I'd like to say our next holiday one that we just did was more uplifting, but I don't think it it was. It definitely wasn't. And then we did an interview with Out Podcast, another podcast collab. Yeah, with Kat and Kara. So yeah. they started, I mean, their podcast, they've decided to put it um, on pause yeah. indefinitely for now yeah. or maybe forever. I guess that's what indefinitely means. I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they started this podcast to share coming out stories yes. with the LGBTQ plus community. And I got to be a guest on their podcast. And so did I. And so did you, because mm-hmm. they did an ally yes. episode. I forgot about that. Oh, well, how dare and you? Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was really cool to connect with them. And they are so sweet. So they wrote in a little update. Do you want to read number 42? Sure thing. All right, Kat and Kara. Kara and her wife are keeping busy in their spare time on their acreage with a new metal fabrication and sign making business called Iron Maiden's Metal. After a decade of living in Vancouver, Kat is moving back to Alberta to shake up, shack up, sorry, with her girlfriend. She'll be continuing her career in HR at a ski resort in the Rockies. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, that's really exciting. And... Maybe now that they're both in Alberta, we'll get to meet them I know, in person. We finally need to hang out. Yeah, they were really fun. And if you 
haven't already, you should check out the podcast because it's all their yes. episodes are still there. Yeah. Their Instagram is still there. Uh, episode right. 43. A mother's fight for her daughter's diagnosis. That yeah. was with Sarah. This one, I can't even, again, I can't remember how. It was like, I saw her comment something in a Facebook group. Okay, yeah. Like a community Facebook group. I don't even know. You never but, know where we're going to find people. Yeah. We're it's, always out there yeah. looking. And I reached out and I was like, hey girl, hey like girl. we have this podcast. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was kind of cool because she's local mm-hmm. and we didn't really know her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has a daughter who has... I don't like. I don't know what it's, it's called. Called Noodle Baby. Oh yeah, she's a niche. <laughs> it doesn't say on here. Yeah. So Sarah's daughter has a condition called hypotonia, mm-hmm. which also lovingly is referred to as Noodle Baby. Aw, so cute. It's because like babies are literally like noodles. Like they won't like uh, bear weight. Bear weight. Yeah. yeah. And so it was really interesting talking to her because she already had older kids. Right. And then... This was her third. Yeah. And then noticed that, like, the baby wasn't meeting the milestones. Mm-hmm. And it she really had to advocate for a diagnosis. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so she wrote in and she said, a month after our podcast... Kiana started pulling herself up and standing on her own, Aww. and she started walking. Uh, she said when we did the interview, she barely tolerated her medical walker. We did do genetic testing because hypotonia is due to a genetic condition. Unfortunately, they found nothing. She's in her second year of pre-intensive preschool program, and whenever she sees her specialists at Children's, they are blown away about her progress. Aww. She's been hospitalized twice in the last six months, so she is still struggling due to her condition. But otherwise is thriving. Aw. She looks so cute in her little walker. I know. She's so stinking cute. Yeah. Aw. All right. Next episode. Tracy and Darren's story of unconditional love. Yeah. That was wild. Oh. So crazy. Yeah. So Tracy phoned home one day on her lunch break and her husband wasn't making any sense. Yeah. And she rushed home and turned out that he had had um, a stroke. A stroke. Yeah. Yeah. And so scary. Yeah, he survived, mm-hmm. but he had some brain injury because of it. Mm-hmm. But from what I can see, she didn't get back to us in time. But from what I can see, her uh, like they're like they're doing really well. Yeah. She went back to singing. I saw. Yeah, uh, she she's still teaching yoga, yoga. And they got a puppy. Oh my god, it's so cute. So cute. Ah, oh, and these she's amazing. And babies. She, she's just so uplifting and loving, and yeah, it's just so great. Yeah. Um, another big episode, four seconds that changed everything with Brie. Yeah. Um, Brie was in a car accident driving home from her shift at the hospital and broke her back, broke her neck, um, almost died. Yeah. She's been in a wheelchair. It's fun. Not funny. When we interviewed her there, there was a bit of background noise because they were having to replace the flooring. Right. To make it so she could use her wheelchair in the house. The dog is looking. <laughs> You're a good girl, Nixon. You're having a good sleep under there. Oh, Nixon, you smell. I'm so sorry. I mean, I guess the reactant's working. Yeah. Because you can still smell. Really? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So Brianna's doing really good. She's getting some really incredible uh, care at a specialized 
clinic that yes. is teaching her to walk again. Yes. And she's just doing so good. And we sent follow her... her on TikTok. She's hilarious. Yeah. She's yeah. So she posts funny. really funny videos. And um, I feel like they're getting married this year. Yes, I know. And I, she's doing all this so that she can walk down the aisle. Are we going to get invited to the wedding? I we better or we're just gonna show up <laughs> road trip to manitoba right? here we come great <laughs> okay hi friends uh i am back this is michelle harling and i recorded the first half of our episode on wednesday and this is now sunday february 6th there has been quite a bit that has happened between the last two episodes um Carling's dad has had gone into hospice and was doing end of life care. And unfortunately, he passed away this morning. So we asked one of our listeners, Tia, to come on and guest host with me for the second half of this episode. So uh, everyone say hi to Tia. Hi, Tia. Hi, Tia. (laughs) (laughs) And we are just going to try to steer the ship without Carling, which is uh, we'll just see how it goes. So. We didn't want to miss our episode, of course, because it's very uh, special to us, and Carling wanted to us to keep going, so we will do that for her. Okay, so we left off talking to Sarah, so episode 46 was with Sarah, and she, when we spoke to her, was pregnant with twin boys, and she had some pregnancy loss before that, and so... We chatted about... um, So this was the episode, Sarah's Journey Through Pregnancy Loss. Yes. I think is the the title, right? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. So I'm just going to read her little blurb that she sent us. So 2021 was by far the happiest and most exhausting year of my life. I had my twins at the end of April after a pretty traumatic pregnancy and birth. They came seven weeks early and spent three weeks in the NICU. They were healthy little dudes just needing some help growing. They light up my world. I never really stopped working during this time. I had plans too, but since they came early, I wasn't prepared. My husband is taking full paternity leave so I can continue working on my business, which I love doing. I only work a few hours a day, so it's been manageable with the help of my husband plus flexibility on my hours. On the business side, my team expanded by three employees and we grew 30%, which I'm super proud of. So that's awesome. Good job, That Sarah. is incredible to be growing I mean, a business and having, like, I'm always impressed with what women can do. In, I, I don't in even remember, like, the first year of my twin's life, like, let alone was I productive in any other way besides keeping them alive. <laughs> yeah. The sleepless nights, the, the exhaustion. Oh, I so And crazy. double that with um, have, running a business and double it with, you know, having two, like, twins. I know. That's incredible. Wow. Crazy. Uh, okay, so then our next episode was called "Becoming the Armless Bandit," and if you want to read, <laughs> that's with Gideon. That was that was with Gideon. Yeah, yeah, he, he was just so had funny. such a great sense of humor and attitude about everything. Yeah, I loved it. Even at the beginning, he's like, "I don't even remember what this is called." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have to look it up. <laughs> totally. So Gideon says, "Not too much is new for me, honestly." I'm leading a youth group counseling some teenagers on all kinds of things from depression and anxiety to just navigating school, work, and relationships. I've also recently started going to therapy myself to deal with some issues and just general mental health. My wife and I are preparing to buy our first house in April, which is very exciting. 
Awesome. That is so exciting. I I love when people say like, I'm not doing much, but I am doing a whole bunch at the same time. Right. (laughs) I'm also like counseling people and going to therapy and that's a lot of work. It's awesome. Uh, Okay. Next episode was with Erin. Her episode title was Erin's story of unbreakable love. Mm -hmm. Uh, Erin's story was crazy. I still can't believe what she went through, you know, being in such a freak accident and, we follow her on Instagram and she is doing amazing. And she sent us a little update. Erin says, I can't believe it's been exactly one year since I spoke with you both on a, on the podcast. That's so crazy how fast time flies. I have done more than I planned in the past year, but it has all been great. My boyfriend and I bought a house together in Florida. He became my full-time caregiver. It was a big move, but I'm so happy I did it. I mostly moved here for the weather and just for more accessibility in the house. We did a ton of renovations this year on the house to make it wheelchair accessible, and it's perfect. I cooked for the first time since my injury in 2017. That was pretty crazy. Also, since then, I got a tendon transfer in my right arm to get more wrist function and a nerve transfer in my left arm to get more finger function. I've been working on that at OT. I also applied to law school for the fall of 2022, which is very exciting. I have been working out a lot at home and at OT and PT. My next goal for this year is to hopefully get hand controls for my van and to start driving again. I am also working on getting stronger and more independent. I am very excited for this year. There Holy is cow. no stopping her. She no is kidding. On, like she is just going. That is awesome. That, that's, the, that's the kind of thing where like you think like, oh man, I don't want to like, I don't know, do my dishes today. And then you realize Aaron is like literally doing all the things and you know still in a wheelchair and just plugging along and then going to law school like girl you're amazing I feel like at the end of this episode I'm going to be reflecting on all the things that I've been doing (laughs) and upping my game because yes absolutely I'm not not matching these that's for sure we're gonna have new goals in our lives for sure next episode was with Emily Emily moves through grief Emily moves through grief. So uh, we found Emily through TikTok, I believe, and she is a widow with two kids. She shared her journey through her husband's cancer diagnosis and seeing him through end of life care and things like that. So she didn't provide an update, but we have seen her on TikTok on an Instagram and she is just she's talking a lot about kind of dating now as a widow and still doing her um, move through grief uh, program that she created. Mm -hmm. It's always interesting to talk to widows and see kind of where we all are at. Well, and that's the thing, right? With all, um, all the different stories, there might be some similar, um, similarities, but everyone starts to navigate it very differently. Right. Absolutely. And then we have Mm -hmm. Olivia. Olivia fights back. Oh my gosh. Olivia is such a rock star. Yeah. Another one of another person who's just like kicking butt. And not letting anything stop her. This was this one gave me chills because uh, she talked about the locked in syndrome, where yes. she was paralyzed but could see and like everything was happening. You just can't like you're aware oh. but not right. That's like so not scary. able to do anything. Oh, that's just. And then the things that she's doing. So her update here is: Hi, for every step forward, I've had a few step backwards to follow. In July of 2021, as I was maneuvering. COVID and going back to online school, I was set to graduate that month. The literal week of my final exams, I tore another vertebral artery, the cause of my initial stroke. 
I was hospitalized and under the care of my initial surgeon from 2018. I had not seen him since the initial injury in 2018. Although it was under negative circumstances, he was absolutely amazed and shocked by how far I had come. It was incredible to get to know him and get to talk to him three years later. Because of this new development in my medical situation, I was told to take it extremely easy. I had to take a step back from the foundation. I was hoping to get started and to use this time to my advantage. I instead began working feverishly on my book. Currently, I am now almost done with the first draft. I also walked literally and figuratively at my college graduation. I've had many obstacles, but I'm still trucking along. I know that everything will eventually fall into place. Stay tuned. Oh, oh, that my was gosh. such a lovely update. Nothing is stopping her. No. Amazing. And the foundation um, she was talking about is the new brain foundation, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So She's to have to say, take work. a step back, that'd be hard, but oh, it'll, it'll get there for sure. Absolutely. Our next episode was with uh, Kirsten and her episode title was called Rising Above Childhood Trauma. And we have an update from her. Um, she talked a lot about um, having parents who battled addiction and having three major losses in her life and um, how she's been able to cope with that. So her update is, at the time of the podcast, I was working odd jobs due to losing my job thanks to COVID. I didn't really realize how much not working would affect me, and I don't just mean financially. It was a hard time for me to navigate, as I'm sure it was for many others. Finally, in June, I finally got my job back and have been working crazy hours ever since while dealing with all sorts of crazy scenarios that the pandemic brings while working with the public. That could be an entire podcast itself. Crazy people aside, I love my job and I'm so happy to have a routine again. Other than that, I've been having lots of fun planning our upcoming wedding in June and spending a lot of time with family and friends and, of course, our sweet dog, Gypsy. Mm-hmm. Aw. So sweet. And then you had Maddie's story. This one... Anytime that there's stories with kids, obviously, as a mom, they, um, you had, you started putting those warnings in your intros, Mm -hmm. you know, don't be driving while uh, listening to this or, you know, things like that. I never listened. (laughs) And so I was always (laughs) driving with these tears uh, running down, but put such power from this one. So this was a really, this was a really hard episode, especially for Carling because she was so close to Allison and was actually Mm -hmm. there in hospice with Madeline and so I mean we were just sitting in the closet both of us just bawling our eyes out listening to this story it was it was very hard yeah because she lost her I think you you had here she she lost her battle at age of eight to cancer yeah yeah that's but so she did share an update Allison had shared that they acknowledged the day Maddie would have graduated from grade 12 at Notre Dame High School in June 2021 Mm. They spent the day remembering and honoring Maddie's 10-year angelversary on July 25th, 2021. Ran my first marathon distance in her honor that day. Still working full-time at the hospice where I developed a therapeutic arts program for bereaved clients to reduce the social isolation they may be experiencing. Finally got hired casually part-time with Alberta Health Services in a position I have been wanting for many years and ran a 25-kilometer trail run in the Grizzly Ultra Marathon at Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness. What are we doing with our lives? Seriously. (laughs) Right? 
My goodness. I am I am trying to get myself out of bed at like 6 a.m. every morning to walk on the treadmill for half an hour, and I can't mm. even do that. Like, <laughs> it's just – Yeah. You know, that's even that's more than me too. <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh... That's so cool. That trail run, the grizzly mare, that would have been so neat to do. Oh, my gosh. No kidding. Or just show up at the end to cheer on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll give you some Gatorade at the end. Right? <laughs> So we, in March uh, 16th, I guess that was a kind of year update that we did. So we just chatted about um, the past year with the pandemic and talked about the two-year anniversary of my husband passing, which is coming up again, which is so fun. But that was that little episode. And then we moved on to Jordan, and her episode was called Being a COVID Long Hauler. And Jordan is one of our, I don't know, most loyal listeners besides you, Tia, and she <laughs> is always sharing and commenting, and uh, she sent us a little gift, and she's just Aww. the sweetest person ever, and she developed COVID and told us about what it was like still having symptoms, and uh, she sent us a little update here. So Jordan's update is, since I last spoke to Michelle and Carling, things have been both good and bad in terms of my health. After much chasing of my GP, I was diagnosed with CFS slash ME and have since been referred to a rheumatolo- rheumatology specialist to discuss autoimmune diseases. So I'm hoping to finally get some answers this year. It has been tough and I miss a lot of things, but I've met some fantastic friends in the long COVID community and beyond. I wouldn't change it because it taught me to be true to myself. I couldn't say it at the time, but I was very close to being fired from my job due to the long-term illness. So I took the initiative and left the company in March, 2021. I then decided to follow a long held dream and get my psychology degree. And I've just finished my first year with great results. My art career has gone from strength to strength, and I've recently begun taking commissions and will be opening an online shop this year. So overall, I'm feeling positive about the new year. Ooh. That's amazing. Oh, I can't wait to see the artwork, too. That'll be awesome. She does. Her art is so amazing. She does such a good job. Um, Okay. And then our next episode we already touched on, Carling and I talked about, it was with kind of a year catch up with Jamie, who uh, is a doctor, and we Mm. talked to her. Uh, at the very beginning of the pandemic. So that was just kind of a recap of what has been going on a year since the pandemic started and uh, what it was like being a doctor. So that was really interesting. And then we have Hayden. Yeah, so we have Hayden's story. We don't have an update from from Hayden here, but uh, Hayden's was, he had suffered a spinal cord in, injury after a car accident that left yes. him in a wheelchair, but they just kept on going. <laughs> Right, like they. Oh my gosh! That's, yeah, um, there was no slowing them down, no matter what, and Absolutely. I think that's really cool. So yeah, how that was not going to stop him. They got married. They, you know, they just kept on going with their life, which is just amazing. And it's it's always neat because he's one of the, you know, there's the few men that have been on mm-hmm. on the podcast, so it's always really nice to be able to hear. Some, you know, some other men speak up and about their stories because it really shows that everyone, again, still has a story, but um, not everybody feels like they can share their story, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And then we move on to Elle. Her episode was called Living with Schizophrenia. Yeah, so Elle, with her living with schizophrenia, being diagnosed with it at such a young age, is one of those Mm -hmm. things of like, do you... 
do you want to know or do you not want to know in some ways of figuring out I guess and 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 parts of it is you go and start thinking like for me I'm like oh do you like what does this look like for the future and what's available to you intervention wise and how do you get the support that you need because a lot of what I know with schizophrenia is it's something that comes out later uh, that yes. they get diagnosed, not so much young. Yeah. Elle shared, well, I most recently moved in with my boyfriend and I'm just living my best life. I'm in my sophomore year of college and it's scarier than ever, but my boyfriend has been completely supportive and helpful through this tough time. It's been good overall. Awesome. A good Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine kind of growing up knowing that you're likely going to have schizophrenia yeah. and then dealing with the diagnosis and the medication and you know kind of what does that look like at such a young age like you said so then we talked to Kaylee we talked to Kaylee for Canadian Infertility Awareness Week we actually talked to Kaylee again on episode 84 um, because she was starting her medium business and she actually did a reading for both Carling and I that we uh, shared on the Patreon. So I've got an update for her infertility and for her medium business. So for infertility, Kaylee and her family have been close to their fertility journey, but are looking into donating their embryos privately to another family who has struggled to conceive. While they're not matched yet, they are hopeful for the future and this gift they're able to give to help others on their journey. Kaylee still works closely with the Fertility Matters Canada and encourages anyone who is struggling to reach out for support. And then for her medium, uh, Kaylee's business continues to grow and she is thrilled to be able to connect clients with spirit all month long. As her client list grows, she is also concentrating on writing a book, combining her experience as a medium and as a fertility patient and is looking for an agent to be her uh, champion in the industry. If you have any questions or DM, her DMs are open on Instagram and would love to connect. Oh, that's awesome. It was so interesting talking to her about kind of both aspects because I did also struggle with pregnancy loss. And then to be able to have a reading from her, it was really incredible and just an amazing experience. I remember having a reading done when I was 14 years old or something. Mm. It was down at, um, you know, the big center, BMO Center. And so I I happened to have that done and it was such a... um, an interesting experience mm-hmm. and some of the things definitely I still like remember and have kept with me over the years of my experience through it so I think they're neat it's, it's neat when you have oh, yeah. that's so in tuned right so then we have Abby so Abby's story uh her, the episode is a new normal Abby's story so uh she was actually fighting for a diagnosis after an accident and learning how to live with epilepsy and POTS And so her update here is, since we last spoke, my service dog has finished with his training and the trainer and I are now working on transitioning him to living with me full time. He's doing so well and is now attached to my hip 24-7. I hope to start posting more service dog related content on TikTok and continue to use my platform to educate and spread awareness. And I do remember, I think she was working at getting, the goal was to get a a service dog so that's awesome that's such great yes news. service dogs are just the best right i'd love so to i'd love to go through that training to yeah train service dogs there's a it's a lot of work and it's so oh yeah cool what Absolutely. they can do so our next episode was with sarah sarah's journey from jail to law school we found her on mm-hmm. tiktok mm-hmm. um she is just incredible i mean her spirit and her energy is just 
amazing. Yeah, she literally went from a life of addiction to getting into law school and shared all about what it was like and how she turned her life around. So she sent us an update. She says, since I last saw you, I've continued on in law school and will graduate in May. We still have our little girl and she's excelling and just started to dance. You can't tell her anything now because she's a dancing queen. My husband started college for a business degree after not even graduating high school, so we're very excited for him. We remodeled our house, and we were just living our best lives. Life still happens, and it's not always rainbows and unicorns, but things work out for the best for those who make the best out of how things work out. Love Aww. you both. Oh, that's, that's so awesome. Yeah, she's done a lot of work towards that. And, oh my gosh. Um, and even providing that support too of what life could look like after after jail in that sense. Absolutely. Right? I couldn't imagine having, you know, such a different life and just completely turning it around and the strength it takes to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're pushing against a lot of stigmas with that too. Oh, right? absolutely. So then our next episode was kind of a truth about Mother's Day and how we don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of all all about, Mm -hmm. you know, how it's not as great as it's cracked up to be and how you can be kind of disappointed by the the outcome of Mother's Day. And especially when you've lost your partner who was the one who kind of made it special. Mm-hmm. when you throw in different uh family dynamics and toxic mm-hmm. family and things like that yeah I remember nodding my head a lot in that uh, <laughs> episode listening. I'm like yeah 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 I hear you I hear you oh funny and then we moved on to Sarita's story her episode was called mama wife widow Sarita's story and she lost her husband to suicide unfortunately and um shared that he had developed a dependency on steroids and then tried to mm-hmm. kind of quit cold turkey and how that affected his mental health. Yeah, that was a very difficult episode and she hasn't provided an update for us, but um, looking at her social media, she looks like she's doing really well and I know she's going back to school and she's got um, her beautiful children who keep her going every day. Yeah, I think that was a lot about uh, recognizing even um, male body image issues. Yes, right? yeah. that was very interesting because yeah. we don't talk about that really, you mm-hmm. know, kind of how men feel about how their body is and how it can kind of um, affect their lives. And so that was very interesting. Yeah. Your next episode was Birth Trauma, Kaylee's Story. Mm-hmm. And so Kaylee had shared her story of surviving a amniotic fluid embolism during the birth of her son, that story was oh. oh my goodness I can't even I can't even really imagine no the, like what she went through and that was that was an incredible story um it was she, so I don't know like you know we've had we've had kids so when you go yeah. in to have a child you're excited and everyone's so yes. excited and waiting for the outcome and then to almost die you know and yeah. to have her family experience that and her experience that and then to be so candid and open about the trauma and not being able to connect with her son right away and still dealing with that trauma now mm-hmm. um it's so important to share that with people because it's not always well I survived and so I should be happy and enjoying my life you know there's so yeah. much trauma attached to it yeah and I and I love when people are, are talking about it a lot more, because I remember doing the research and 
before having my own, how you don't really hear the stories. You don't hear the things. And not that you can totally prepare yourself for that moment, but Mm -hmm. it really does come in that support system and what that's like and, and how, you know, how you navigate that with your, your medical teams and the trust that you build. Right. Absolutely. We haven't had an update from her though. Yeah. She, I see her a lot on TikTok and she's still sharing what it was like and, and sharing other women's trauma, traumatic births on her Instagram. And then we move on to Melissa and her episode was called happiness is blind. Melissa and Timothy's story. She shared about her son who was born with Lieber's congenital amaurosis. And he has a rare inherited eye disease. Yeah. So Melissa's update was, we've had a lot of changes since recording my podcast episode. We built a house outside of Calgary and moved in three days before Christmas. It was crazy. Yeah. No kidding. That would be crazy. <laughs> Timothy yeah. has been learning to talk so well and is adjusting to his new environment, learning how to find his way around the house. We are looking forward to enjoying our new community and to Timothy starting preschool in the fall. Oh, that's Aww. amazing. Yeah. Uh, Melissa posts so many little updates about Timothy on her Instagram and him walking in his walker and navigating the world with no eyesight. So, mm-hmm. And such an was... interesting thing to supporting somebody through that, right? Of yeah. Coming from a place of seeing and not, not always having to think about all of the environment. So I bet a lot of planning went into what they did with building their house. Yes, for sure. And then we moved on to I Love You More, Victoria's story. Victoria was also a, is also a fellow widow, and she lost her husband to suicide. And we talked a lot about how she has coped. And yeah, so she shares a lot about um, helping other widows work through their trauma and grief. She does a lot of yoga, and she has some meditations on iTunes that you can find. Uh, She didn't provide an update, but I know she is doing well and seeing her on TikTok and Instagram. And she's also started her own podcast, it looks like. So that's pretty pretty cool. Yeah. And then we have Mackenzie's Strength. Mackenzie talked about a sexual assault that she went through and her attempted suicide. And that was a very difficult episode uh, to record and to listen to. Um, Mm -hmm. She is, I believe she's 25 now and her daughter is two. She didn't provide an update, but she looks like she's doing really well. Yeah, that was very important topic, but very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always um, amazed at people's ability in in sharing those most vulnerable things that have happened to them and what they're able to navigate through that. It's absolutely definitely a challenge. And I think so helpful to if you're in that place to be able to share and helpful to anybody else that's navigating it, right? Um, and then Mackenzie's legacy. Mackenzie's legacy was a very also difficult episode. Um, it was about it was with Jen and Shelby, and Jen's daughter was killed in a day home, um, just before her second birthday. And Shelby is a police officer, and they connected through this uh, tragedy. And they have a foundation, um, hoping to make changes in the childcare industry and how things are done so that things like this can be prevented. I thought it was so neat that you had both that they like that they've paired up, but having yeah. both perspectives, right? Of of knowing what does that the investigation part look like, as yes. well as um, then the side as the the parent, right? Of, Absolutely. Of what they're going through because 
you do. There's a lot of questions that need to be asked and not always, you don't always like the questions that are being asked when you're trying to figure out what happened yourself. Yes, absolutely. Um, So they are on Instagram under Mackenzie's Legacy. And yeah, they're doing a lot of great things advocating for safer childcare. Yeah. And then we had Ashley, uh, Ashley's MRKH diagnosis. Yeah. So she said um, at the age of 16, noticed that she wasn't hitting the same milestones as her peers, leading her to a diagnosis of I don't even know if I can pronounce it. (laughs) (laughs) Mayor Rockinski. Cooster Hauser syndrome. Nice. That's I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly it. So Ashley did share a bit of an update here. She says not much has changed. Still in the process of becoming a registered charity and starting to plan out our year. We'll be doing the 5,000 meters for MRKH event again this time in the spring. Awesome. That's cool. That'll be fun to watch. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, Ashley was great. We found her on TikTok. Again, we find so many people on TikTok, but there is <laughs> no shame. Your research that. platform? Your, that is your our research platform. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's a, it's a great place to find people. Right? It's amazing. It's amazing who we found. Okay, and then after that, we had uh, Jen. Jen is a fellow podcaster. She hosts Now What Pod with her friend Tisha. And so we chatted to Jen about the loss of her husband during a tragic workplace mm-hmm. accident. He was a special events coordinator on a, a movie set. That was, again, a fellow widow with her children getting the call that changes your entire life. Mm-hmm. Jen gave us an update. She says, I mean, the long and short of it is I'm struggling to thrive in the pandemic and find things that give me a break from mom life. I hear that. Lifting heavy weights, heels dance class and podcasting have been what are getting me through that's awesome their podcast is great again it's called now what pod and they kind of have the same kind of formula as us chat with people who have gone through something and talk about now what what do we do now Mm -hmm. after you know the tragedy has passed and um how do we kind of all get through it so yeah and I love I love the honesty in the in the update because not um not everything is is going really smoothly right there's been so many ups and downs and and things that you have to think about and challenges that you're navigating like this whole couple years have been really tough and on top of anything else you're experiencing in your life so um so yeah so Katie and Steph their journey to leaving the Mormon church I loved this episode so much Mm -hmm. uh just in discuss like what they were navigating as a couple but then also I'm starting to realize how things that they were seeing within the church that they grew up in was not connecting to what they believed in and what people's Mm -hmm. rights are. And um, it just, you know, and then taking that huge and they're in Utah, are they not? Yeah. Yeah. And so to do something different than when, than everybody around you, your family, literally everybody in the church like that, that's, that's huge. So I yeah. loved their story. It, did you talk to them a second time, I thought? or yeah, yeah, so we talked to them um twice. We talked to them episodes 70 and 80. The first episode was more about their kind of journey in the Mormon church, getting married, mm-hmm. and then their decision to leave. And then the next episode was all about um, Steph coming out as a trans woman and how 
they have navigated that as a family and also kind of what that looked like in the aspect of the church and having her name removed and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So it was so interesting. They're amazing. So great. And honestly, growing up Catholic, I could see the parallels of a lot of the different beliefs and Mm -hmm. things like that and the indoctrination that you have. And it was just really interesting to kind of see that yeah and they and they shared it so kindly in the way that they were experiencing it and why why they were making the changes that they were right and yeah so katie yeah, absolutely uh katie did an update saying my life update isn't all that exciting haha <laughs> i've just been working and taking care of my little people i work as a polymer nurse which as you can imagine is a little chaotic and overwhelming at the moment i also work very part-time as a hospice nurse nurses are just incredible and uh you know carlin kind of going through what she's gone through yeah. has been able to share just how incredible these nurses are navigating you know someone's end of life care and still being so compassionate and loving and taking care of the family it's just incredible yeah, yeah. because you really need to be able to you know be caring and compassionate there but then also know mm-hmm. that things are going to change maybe by the time you're coming on your next shift right you might not Absolutely. be coming back yeah. to the same person that you were there with so then our next episode was with Teresa. her episode was called familial trafficking survivor she was a survivor of familial sex trafficking and she opened up about all the trauma work that she has done to heal from her childhood and she uh, is very open on TikTok about her journey and her healing. And she wasn't able to provide us with an update, but she looks like she's doing well. So, mm-hmm. uh, Tisha. So Tisha mm-hmm. is the other half of the Now What podcast. And we talked to her about her journey being diagnosed with cancer. And Tisha provided us, and actually a lot about her um, the work that she's needed to do in healing from all of that, um, you know, being being a cancer patient. Tisha is officially three years cancer free. She's been busy surviving this pandemic and raising her two beautiful girls. She's still working with a therapist and learning how to manage trauma responses. And Tisha continues to co-host the now what podcast releasing new episodes every Wednesday. That works perfect. You can listen to to I did not sign up for this on Tuesday. And now what on Wednesday, like it's starting to plan out your week, right? And then Sarah's nanny nightmare, nanny nightmare, Sarah's story. That was, that was crazy. That was a crazy yeah. story. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> there's so much to, I had a nanny growing up. We, we had two nannies growing up. Oh, wow. Yeah. One of them was, I was so mad at her because oh, no. she stole my Prozac DVD. That was my very first DVD or not DVD. My, my very first CD was a Prozac CD. Oh, and she okay. stole it from me. <laughs> I thought she stole your actual Prozac. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> no, 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 the music, the band. Uh, oh, that's, and then, that's crazy. And then the other one we had was amazing. She um, she was a living nanny and she was absolutely, her name was Mary. And I always wonder where, where she's at now, but she was so great. But yes, this Aww. nanny nightmare was completely different (laughs) yeah so she is uh she has her own podcast called and what did we learn and (laughs) she was a nanny she had some pretty interesting stories about some of her nannying adventures then we have megan and megan's story was uh about losing her mother at a very young age when she was 
overseas in New York because she Mm -hmm. is originally from Ireland. Mm -hmm. That was such a heartbreaking story. Um, You know, her going to New York for the summer to be with another, I guess it was kind of like an exchange program. And then to have the news that her, her mom had passed while she was gone and then navigating the relationship with her father, which was also very rocky and not, not easy. Yeah. And then how it's kind of impacted her journey now as she has her own little wee baby to take care of. Okay. And then we have Elaine's story. Hers is a surgery nightmare, which holy cow, was that ever a nightmare? Oh my gosh. To have experimental weight loss surgery in 1983, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I don't even, like, there's still so much unknown about it right now. Like, some of it, there's still things that happen in in surgeries nowadays to go experimental. Oh, oh my goodness. So, yeah, that story was insane. Um, No kidding. Elaine's update is it's 2022 and I look forward to all the changes I'm working on always loving to learn more I'm choosing to add more mindfulness to my days more time with my 89 year old dad my grandkids hubby and our dog losing my younger only sister at the end of October is still an open wound yet I choose to focus on going forward honoring her memory and her amazing memorable giggle so many lessons learned last year I call on courage to fan the flames of hope as I dive wholeheartedly into each day Oh, that was such a sweet, sweet update. Her uh, energy and her humor and everything with what she's been through, we're going to have her back because she has lots more stories Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. she's just, I don't know, she just takes on life like, I don't know, with so much positivity. It's great. So our next episode is with Amy and Amy uh, is a heart mama and her episode is called Heart Mama, Amy and Artie's Story. And she talked about finding out um, her child would be born with a congenital heart defect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so she sent us an update. It's been about six months since our last episode. She says, a lot has happened for me in this short period of time. And I credit a lot of that to the pride and motivation I felt from being a guest on your podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. She says, Artie is doing amazingly well, weighing in at 26 pounds for an 18-month-old. He walks, he runs, he climbs everything. There is nowhere any of us can hide to get a moment of peace. Coincidentally, he has figured out how to open doors. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) When my my kids figured that out, my life is over. (laughs) Oh, yes. I remember that. All this is to say that he remains in good health and they have their annual cardiology appointment coming up in the spring to check his heart function. And then she says uh, she's been operating a very exclusive day home, watching her best friend's child in addition to Artie and Frankie. Very grateful that they all get along. This is my daytime job. My second job, CHD advocacy, occurs during nap time and after my own kids make it to bed. Then she says, I took a six-week public speaking course for queers during my lunch breaks. It was an amazingly safe place to learn, exploring how to craft a meaningful message and to find opportunities to speak publicly. Since completing this, I have booked multiple speaking opportunities. In late October, I spoke to 48 first-year sonography students and the chair of the Diagnostics Sonography Program at Nate. Highlighting the importance of early detection of heart defects at the 20-week anatomy scan. She's also public speaking has led me to create my own website, oneand100.org, which aims to provide helpful resources for parents 
and sonographers alike. She is now connected with two of Alberta's leading fetal cardiologists who have verified the research that I have done and are eager to participate with me moving forward. Together, we have some very ambitious goals that we are trying to achieve. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to scare off the momentum that we have been building, but it's big. We're doing our very best to be strategic with our decision making, but I hope to be able to provide you both with an exciting update sometime this year. Mm, I bet That's it'll be amazing. That'll be so good. Uh, then we did an end of summer life update. Uh, all that this says is this week we do a life update and realize Michelle needs a big sister and way more <laughs> dopamine. And, you know, not much has changed. So we'll just say that. And then we did Evelyn's story. Evelyn was a beautiful little girl mm-hmm. who lost her life to cancer. Her mom talked to us about that journey and how she's been able to kind of take Evelyn's memory and uh, help other families. Heather, actually, she's the reason why I take so many pictures and, and videos of my daughter. Just oh, yeah. everything that she shares because there's so many things can change, right? And I remember seeing Evelyn's story when she passed. Um, I remember just bawling and and I didn't even meet oh her she seems like a beautiful beautiful child and, and Heather is incredible Heather shared her update Heather she is in her last year of her first degree she's plugging away at school and excited to graduate in April with her degree in behavioral sciences with a minor in psychology after two years of advocacy work Heather is so excited to share that Alberta Health Services and the Alberta Cancer Board have approved the hiring of a child life specialist in the new Calgary Cancer Center when it opens. Oh, wow. That's awesome. This position is being funded in memory of Evelyn and will provide an age-appropriate trauma-informed care for pediatric patients receiving radiation. So um, Evelyn's story and Carrie's story actually were both in September, and that was during uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. So we talked to Carrie, and she's actually a survivor of childhood cancer, and she has her own organization called Helping Families Handle Cancer, and she helps um, collect donations for other families who have gone through what she, what her and her mother went through, um, and it was inspired by her mom, and they've been able to provide things like rent, bills being paid, parking passes, things like that for families who've had children who are experiencing cancer. So her update is helping families handle cancer has now given over $967,000 worth of financial support to 1,587 families. We recently received feedback from one of our partnered social workers at the Alberta Children's Hospital. As a frontline staff supporting the oncology families, I've witnessed firsthand the impact of helping families handle cancer has on these children and parents. Nothing is worse for us than to walk into a hospital room and have to tell parents their child has cancer. When the world is falling apart for these families, your organization gives them light and hope. You and your team truly walk alongside us as social workers to reassure families that they are not alone and that is everything. That is so important. I mean, her organization is so incredibly important to these families. I think that's huge. When you can take that financial burden off of a family, right? Nobody wants to think Mm -hmm. about all those financial pieces that are happening when you're going through the worst news. Yeah. Um, And then our next episode was with Katie and Steph again, Mm -hmm. uh, and we touched on that. And then we have Stacey's journey to Miss Achievement World. She has sent us an audio clip, and if Carling... Uh, has worked her magic. You will hear that right now. Hey everybody, Stacey Simpson here, Ms. Achievement World. I want to thank Carling and Michelle for great opportunities for being able to allow people like me to share my story. 
uh, and to be heard. And congratulations on all the downloads, the amazing things you ladies are doing, changing the world. We are so grateful to be part of it. Stacy's a three-time cancer survivor and heart health advocate, mm-hmm. and she is the current Miss Achievement World, which is just incredible. And then we um, had Amber's story. Amber mm-hmm. lost her son, Max. Actually, Amber is a friend of mine, and we live in the same town, and our sons are roughly the same age. And so I remember when um, Max died and just how much of an impact it had on the community. Um, and she has started the Max Robinson for Kids Foundation to help other families who have experienced um, loss. Yeah, so. she said the quote, and it still sticks with me. I shared it um, on my Patreon episode, was that oh, she yes. had shared that she does this foundation, and that's her time. The time that she's spending on on the foundation is her time parenting him. And yes. it's it's in a way of like when there's moments where maybe she doesn't want to spend time on it, it's still it's still the same way as the energy that you would spend on parenting your child if they were, if they Mm -hmm. were still there. And like that has just changed my perspective on parenting and, and how you engage in, you know, when they're younger or older and how I feel like I still need to be parented sometimes. And yes, yeah, yeah, no, it was, um, I loved, I love that perspective and it's still, it still sticks with me. And then we have living with cystic fibrosis, mm-hmm. which was Amanda's story. She shared what it was like growing up with cystic fibrosis and uh, the constantly changing prognosis and also kind of making the best of this bonus time that she has been given and also experiencing people in the cystic fibrosis fibrosis community um, losing their life and and being there mm-hmm. for them in, in that time. So... So Amanda said, since we recorded, Trifkofta was approved across Canada. This is a game changer that will vastly improve the healthy quality of life and life expectancy of the majority of people living with CF. This was years in the making, and I'm so grateful that we got this drug in Canada. I started it over a week ago, and I'm feeling really well. I've had the privilege of being on a sister medication for seven years, which has been a game changer in my life. I have so much joy that others get to experience this relief and can finally take a full and deep breath. What a gift. Wow. I also found a loving and caring partner that I'm excited to adventure with and I'm feeling so thankful for my health. So many people fundraised, researched, and dedicated their lives to making living with CF a life worth living. I'm so grateful for my doctors and teams that advocated to get this medication in Canada and look forward to many years of health. That is huge I, I i've been huge. seeing this coming i know a family who has a young one with cf and okay. the amount of work that they like the medication he's on the amount of support that they give him and early on but once he was born they were already talking about his limited life expectancy wow. which is not yeah. what you want to hear when wow. you have this beautiful child in front of Absolutely. you to know that this medication is such a game changer and and people are receiving it because there's mm-hmm. been a really big uh, struggle with that. I know there's been a lot of work around it. Yeah. So that's kind of the end of our update. We didn't do um, kind of anything more recent mm-hmm. because we thought, you know, it was, it was pretty recent. So we got everyone's um, we'll probably update again, um, maybe during our 200th episode, <laughs> if we are so lucky to have it. 
Those are our hundred episodes. Can I can't you, believe, can you believe it? that. Like you've you've had well, and then your your Patreon ones too, right? But like, yeah, that is so many neat stories that you've been able to listen to and be a part we've of. Just we've just been so lucky to meet all these people, and one day we will maybe meet them all in real life and have a little uh global. I don't know, reunion, because Mm -hmm. it's just been so amazing to hear everybody's stories and to share, you know, to be a platform, to be able to share these stories with, with everybody. And we're just so thankful to our listeners who keep us going. You know, Carling, who is a beautiful soul and people pleaser is just dead set on not having any weeks skipped, (laughs) even though I'm trying to encourage her. (laughs) I told her to. I know. I'm like, girl, you need to take a break. But I understand. And also kind of being in the podcast world, consistency is really important. So we want to bring our listeners uh, new stories every week. And so we're just very thankful. And um, I really appreciate Tia, you coming on and kind of taking over for Carling during this hard time Yeah, that she's been going through. Um, It's been really great that you could kind of jump on and help us. Well, selfishly, it's just fun for me to talk about my favorite podcast <laughs> that I listen to every week uh, and to, to recap so everything. So, no, I, you know, I honestly, know, you the-, the two of you have done um, such a great job with this. And I know I message you all the time in different things that you make me laugh about or cry. <laughs> I have very public laughs and very public cries when I'm just listening to, to your podcast and Yeah. And I think it's really neat to see um, what you do in sharing in your update, like your updates of your life as well and what you're going through. Uh, It's a very unique perspective on the podcast. Right. I love it. I I think it's great. And so I can't wait for the next hundred and to see what keeps coming. So good work. I'm excited. Thank you. We have lots of uh, interviews coming up uh, that we're really excited about and lots of good stories to bring for everybody um so we'll just end this by saying thank you for listening and you can find us on all of our socials uh you can find us on tiktok instagram facebook um and find us on patreon where we have i think 50 over 50 episodes where we talk about some of our own more personal stories and some stories even tia's story Mm -hmm. is on there if you want to listen to hers and then we'll yeah we'll We'll be back next week and Carling will be with me Yeah, because I miss her. But I'm very, I'm very happy that you could help us out, Tia. Thank no, you so this much. This is awesome. Thank you so much for, for asking and for letting me be a part of it. Yay. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a good day. Enjoy your Sunday. Do we get to do the bye? Yeah. <laughs> okay. How do we do it? <laughs> How do we do it? How do you do it? Bye. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeats, B-E-E-T-S dot com 
and save 15% with promo code DEAL.